Welcome to Sister Susaga, a sci-fi fantasy recap podcast. I'm MK. And I'm Libby. We're two sisters who love to discuss fantasy and sci-fi stories that transport us to worlds more magical than our own. We've noticed that the female perspective is often missing in the sci-fi and fantasy genres, both in the development process and in the fandom discourse. So we're going to examine both old and new epics through feminist colored glasses. This may lead to thirsting after unsuspecting characters with six-packs, or throwing shade at sexist tropes that should have long ago been pushed through the moon door. We'll be dissecting all aspects of the films and shows we cover, so be warned, there are spoilers on the road ahead. Today we are covering House of the Dragon, Season 1, Episode 6, The Princess and the Queen. Ted will be doing the recap this week. MK moved, and so she asked Brother Ted to take over the responsibilities of recapping the episode. So this will be fun to hear kind of Ted's version of a recap. I really just hope I can live up to her standards. And her, her excellent what she's let paid storytelling for as a recap artist. Just like one episode ago, they were like, she's terrible. She just talks like a Gen Z and she just needs to be better and shut up. We're just trying to keep you on your toes. You know, keep the quality up. I didn't say that. Let me uh, might have. No, you said it. I just want to remind everyone that we would love, love, love it if you could rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear your reactions, thoughts, theories. Please email us at sistershusaga at gmail.com if you want to give us any fun tidbits that might help us. If you disagree with our opinions, if you have thoughts on things that we've said too, we, we want to defend ourselves. If we, inviting trolls, okay? if, we'd ang- so, if we've angered you, please let us know. Leave us a message at 651. Just kidding. I think with that, we can dive into our recap. Ted, take it away. Thank you. So this episode's called uh, The Princess and the Pea. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Remember that story? Not how I remember the there title. There was a little, a little pea under the mattress. That's a fairy tale. Oh, my bad. It's The Princess and the, f- it's the, princess and the Frog. I knew you were going to say that. This is not a children's recap podcast. Don't make us fire you. Wait, we were, do- we're doing House of the Dragon? Princess and the Queen. The episode begins with a birth. It looks very painful. <laughs> That's on childbirth. There's lots of juices flowing. You can hear them. Rhaenyra's like, is the baby healthy? And one of the midwives is like, he's kicking like a goat, princess. It's a fairly good thing. It's a boy, so, you know, cigars all around, right, ladies? <laughs> Someone runs into the room like a nursemaid or whatever. They say, the queen requests the child be brought immediately to her. And I was like, what? And uh, Rhaenyra says, I'll take him myself. And I'm still confused why exactly the queen is requesting this right after the birth. Me too. I definitely didn't get that. I definitely was like, oh, she's a bitch now. Yeah, I mean, I think she wants to see if if it looks like... Harwin Strong. Harwin Break Back Strong. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She definitely wants to check the babies, like, to see if it looks like Harwin, but I don't I don't know that she wanted Rhaenyra to come. 
She didn't. But why did it have to be so, like, instant after the baby was born? I don't want to call a woman a bitch, a follow woman, but um, I think I've said my piece already. Um, <laughs> did you guys notice she put a little, like, talisman or, like, a little statue in with the baby and, like, wrapped it up? Okay. Well, that happened. No. Uh, no, I thought that's what was happening initially, but they were actually cutting the umbilical cord. Is that what it was? Yes. <laughs> All right, whatever. And then Rainier is like, uh, Rainier is like, "All right, guys, let's go." And then they're like, "She's like, wait a second. And they're like, "The afterbirth, princess." And she's like, "Oh no!" And the afterbirth comes out. Did you know afterbirth was a thing? Yeah. I kind of forgot myself. I certainly didn't. <laughs> I knew Olivia would be on her pregnant high horse in this episode. <laughs> anyway. My horse is pregnant? Yeah, I guess. Um, so Lenor helps her, kind of like drags her along. Um, he says, he kind of like gives, like says like, wow, like this is amazing. You made a, ba- a human. <laughs> <laughs> I took a lance through the shoulder once. My deepest sympathies. I'm glad I'm not a woman. And I was like, same. Same, bro. I had that right in my notes, MK. Yep, right there. I'd just like to say that Lenore um, aged aged beautifully. Um, and I was happy <laughs> with the performance he gave as well. Great pick. And then some random lords like, may I be of service to you? And they're like, maybe someday. And I, I was like, no. Oh, why would they put this in the episode? Yeah, because he's going to come back around. Lord Caswell. We'll see. Who knows? So anyway, Rhaenyra and Lenor Len- um, enter the queen's chambers. The queen's like worried about her. Oh, you should be resting and you shouldn't be here. And uh, and Rhaenyra's like, yeah, I bet Seems you Seems fake. I bet you wish that, you crazy. Anyway, um, you prefer I wasn't here. Uh, the king has uh, enters. He's not aged well. He's. Looks about 20 years older while everyone else only is 10. That's an understatement. His hair is falling out. His skin is covered in blemishes. Um, he's still just Grandpa Viserys, you know. He's still a great, like, and he a looks great at, presence. Yeah, he he's like, just a good guy. He's like, let me see the baby. And and he says, oh, he has your nose, uh, Lenor. You, He has your nose. <laughs> that was sweet. But he doesn't. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Um, they named the baby Joffrey. Another one. Uh oh. I think that's cursed. It's a cursed name. <laughs> and then. Do you want to talk at all about how it's new actors? I mean, are we ignoring that completely? Or? No, I mean, I think the. So there's new actors. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Emma Darcy is the aged up version of Rhaenyra. And I think she did a great job. I almost like her character more now, even though I do I did like Millie Alcock's um, portrayal as well. I think they were saying that like it shows like the ten years that went by, like she's changed a bit, and I think that's totally true. There's less of that shed eating grin <laughs> or whatever. Well, if anything, I if anything, I feel like the two female leads kind of switch spots, like. Rhaenyra was kind of the jokester and Alicent was kind of like the serious one who 
was more moral and seemed to be more level-headed and then now I feel like it's changed like mm. I think Allison's is just like straight up defiant mm-hmm. everything that you know Vasera says to her she's like yeah over my dead body you know whereas <laughs> she never would have said that to him 10 years ago and then you know Rhaenyra didn't even want children 10 years ago and now like the joy that was on her face when she grabbed her baby oh, that was just like so pure and like I just was surprised to see that from her when you know she had definitely shown that she didn't even want to have kids and was like scared to even go through childbirth so that's such a good point I had forgotten that scene where where I had forgotten that specific line where she was talking about like she didn't want to have babies because she could die and now she's like had three and she seems genuinely happy about it yeah for sure Allison turns to Sir Lanor and she says do keep trying sooner or later you might get one that looks like you it's like damn need some ice for that burn like, but what, I also like what the fuck what are you, how are you gonna, how is she gonna say that I think it was from the book but I I think that it was mortifying and the type of person that would say that to your face I said bitch <laughs> It's just so ballsy, and, like, the consequences of that accusation are so dire that for her to just throw it around is... She could easily brush that (laughs) off as not being about that. Like, oh, I'm just saying she looks more like Rhaenyra, not you. You know what I mean? I guess. I guess, but we know that's not what she means. So, yeah, they leave. They take the baby. Um, Rhaenyra doesn't seem happy about the... The name choice, um, Lenore's like, come on, give me this. She's like, well, I did all the work. I pop, I gave birth to him. Only one of us is bleeding. Uh, yes, only one of us is bleeding. That's like when people say we're pregnant. So like they're, they they kind of seem like they kind of seem like they're in a fight. They're kind of at odds with each other because he hasn't been around. He hasn't been really paying attention to the to the kids. Maybe he's been off with his sailor boys or whatever. So the king's guard at the uh, at the bottom of the stairs. Looks like Kristen Cole. Oh, that's that's Kristen Cole. 100%. When he gets to the end of the hallway, he looks back and gives him a head nod in it, and it's totally Kristen Cole just chilling there. Oh yeah, he's, he's guarding fine. the. Queen. He's back. He's... No re- repercussions for his. He's the queen's bitch. He's. I know, but we didn't know that. Well, and not only that, but Lenore walked right by him without any reaction. Like, hi, this is the man that who is very weird. killed the guy Wait, that. He did give him a head nod. Yeah, I mean, he seemed fine. I was like, do people not know that he killed? Joffrey like and the fact that you know this entire episode it doesn't address why Kristen Cole is able to be out and about and still hold his station is so infuriating I just hope that that becomes clear later on because it's really confusing I don't see it becoming clear but not either Uh, they come back to their chambers Harwin aka Brokeback Strong is there, a.k.a. real dad, is there with his two other sons, Luke and Jace, or Lucerus and Jaceris? Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> okay, they're both, they're both curly brunettes, obviously not Lanors. They have a dragon egg. Um, the two men nodded each other as if to say, we cool, bro. Just, you know, I know, because they're all saying, like, daddy, and then, like, broke backs there, like, I'm your real dad. And Lenore's, like, pretending to be the dad. He's not really the dad. Okay, whatever. I think we should call him Breaks Bones so that people don't, so that people take this podcast seriously. Okay, Break Bones. Great. Like if anyone should be called Brokeback, it's Lenore. 
Um, okay. I liked how Rhaenyra and um, Harwin break bones. I feel like they did a lot of flirty looks in this episode. Like, they never really, like, talked to each other that much. Like, they did talk to each other, but it was just kind of like, <laughs> remember yeah. how these are our babies? <laughs> I was wondering why there wasn't more interaction between them. Like, I wanted, I wanted more. Yeah, I wanted to see their relationship more because I don't feel as much when he's sent away down the line and then eventually when he dies. I'm like, well, I, I mean, I don't even know what their relationship was like. I literally... Wait, he dies? <laughs> have you seen this episode? In my notes next, I have baby dragon in all okay, caps. Okay, next we enter, the, we enter the dragon pits. The boys are down there doing some training. They bring out a goat. Well, Vermax, or I guess it's Jace's dragon, kind of listens to him, kind of doesn't. Um, but he listens to... Dracaris. Because then he can eat Dracaris. So he can eat the goat and he eats the goat and blah blah blah. Everyone's having a good time. Are they? Did you Oh wait. No, they're not. Why doesn't Amond have a dragon? Was there just no egg available? Did he not bond with his? If you can't bond with it, then that's I'm thinking maybe his egg didn't hatch. I think yeah, because uh Lena says that 50% hatch. Right. Only 50% hatch. Right. Uh, well, there's no way he wouldn't get one. I mean, he was the king's right. son. All right, so they're bullying him. They say, we got you a dragon. It's really a pig. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> um, his own older brother, Aegon, is bullying him. <laughs> like, in, in, like, he teams up with the other brothers. Yeah. Which I was kind of, I was kind of surprised, like, well, I kind younger. of enjoyed that all the boys like got along, and that people, like other people, are trying to pit them against each other. But like they're they're bros. Yeah, they're just. <laughs> that was just a nice prank. It's just for fun. This is a fun prank. Just a fun prank. All right, and um, they leave him. Amond looks down into the pit and decides to go down and look around. Um, he goes into the pits. There's a giant, a big old dragon that breathes fire at him, and I believe this is Sunfire. <laughs> Uh, cut to Allison. Um, she's with her, kind of her weird daughter who's like counting millipede legs and mean like 12 times 47 is blah, blah, blah. What's her deal? Is she all right? I don't, I don't know, but she seems like... Maybe she's just a normal kid. All she right, seems smart. On. She seems smart. I, can I say she seems... Maybe she's like on the spectrum. I thought so too. Spectrum yeah. or yeah. something. Sure. Eamon gets brought in and the queen's like, you're grounded. And she goes to talk to... <laughs> She did not say that. <laughs> she then. goes to talk to She, like, comforts Can I him. continue, please? <laughs> and she was also like, why she, are you obsessed with she, dragons? She cuts to... We, we cut to King Viserys enjoying his awesome Lego display. It's getting very good. It's getting very... Okay, sorry. It's getting really far. The queen's like, they're, they're bullying him. Oh, why, oh. And then he's just kind of brushes off. Boys will be boys. You know, they get into mischief. Can I just Anything? say something? <laughs> yeah. um, does she wear green every day? Or so do her boys. Well, I know she, yeah, she dresses her boys in it too, but like it's like every day, or like what? Like, does she ever switch things up? Or Seems like, like she's pretty committed <laughs> to that. Um, I have in my notes, Allison is so lame in all caps. I don't know what that was specifically addressing, but I think it pretty much covers my thoughts for the app. Well, the queen's, I think the queen's pissed that Rhaenyra's boys are better Targaryens than hers sons but she doesn't she doesn't even seem like she wants her sons to be targaryens she wants them to be high towers like what 
dressing them in green and shit. They certainly look like Targaryens. She tells Viserys what we all already know. Those are not uh, Laenor's sons. Decency herself is at stake. Yeah, okay. Just chill. Just chill. And then my notes say, but they're still half Targaryen. So shrugs shoulders like, who cares? All right. Um... Viserys has this little anecdotal story. Oh, nature is mysterious. He's just in denial. It's almost like he's not even in denial. Like, I mean, he's he, just like, oh, he I guess. is in denial, but it's also like, what is he gonna do? Like, kill his daughter? Kill like, like he's not the type of person who's gonna do that. So it's kind of just like, it's Grandpa Viserys. He's just gonna ignore it and just keep living his his uh, keep making his Legos. Yep. Uh, he and he tells Allison, let this go. Stop bringing this up. Nothing's like nothing's gonna come of it. Do we think that she thinks this helps her children's claim? If it's exposed that those are all bastards, uh, for sure. Percent. And I didn't think about that. Oh, okay. Moving on. <laughs> Kristen Cole is now the queen's bitch. I mean, queen's <laughs> boy, and walks with her. Uh, he, she's like, I no one believes me, and then. Uh, and then Cole calls Rhaenyra a spoiled cunt. Blah, blah, blah. Ooh. Language warning. Allison um, stops in her tracks. She's like... My word. She's basically like, okay, you went too far. <laughs> like, we've been shit-talking Rhaenyra for the past hour, but that's too far. I was shocked by that, that he thought he could go that far in front of the queen. Like, who is this guy, honestly? He's kooks. Absolutely crazy. He's a brute. He's still better. It was ten years ago. Come on, bruv move on we'll yeah get over yourself also when she's like we have to be right and just or honest or whatever it was yeah. it yeah. felt like like everything she's doing is not that so it, i don't want to say it was giving like fox news vibes um but it was <laughs> they're all those two are all about honor and decency so it's a great team up right even though they're both hypocrites uh, correct yeah. Okay, uh, we cut to. Uh, no. This is what I wrote my notes. This is what I wrote my notes originally. We cut to a Targaryen. I can't remember his name. <laughs> He's choking the chicken, beating his meat, Ew. shaking hands. I with, was gonna say wanking. He's wanking. We're good. Can I just say He's, why? Like why must this happen? Yeah, that was. Ugh. Well, and then, cause I, he obviously is a prince. So he can do whatever the fuck he wants. And so I think he's like looking for thrills, you know, because he probably oh. doesn't get a lot of thrills. <laughs> it's how like rich kids do a lot of drugs because they're like their life is so great. They have to like find thrills other places. But um, but for me, not only is like his bed on the ground, like he didn't even have a bed. It was just like a mattress on the floor, which was, was strange. Weird. I was like, is this his bedroom or like somewhere else where he goes to do his thing? <laughs> That's maybe that's what it is. It wasn't his bedroom, but it was like where he goes to like stand. And, and his mom knows his wanking spot. Well, apparently, and then she doesn't even react. Like, did she even know that's what was going on? It seems she like she definitely did. did, and yeah. she was she was just she, like, she was just unaffected. In. Yeah, there was no oh, shame it was really there. Awkward. Can we talk too? Like when she grabbed his face and like screamed in his face. You are the challenge. I, I was like, like overacting. One day you me. will be king. I felt like it felt abusive. Like, I was like, is Allison, like, abusive? And then I was like, or, like, is she, like, I don't know. I just never would think that she would have that. 
side. I I'm think like, oh, she's kooks now. The ten years that we've missed have been has been her stressing out to an extreme degree over the lives of her children and whether her children are going to live. So I think it's done something to her brain. Something snapped. Mm, definitely, but like, why are we responsible for doing all of that character development in our own heads? Like, that's why I just think this jump is so poorly done because to me this seemed like overacting it was so extreme because we haven't seen the last 10 years yeah Uh, ajax that's damon's dragon syrax ajax neither miralax what's his name bojax caraxes dang it caraxes gliding over the ocean oh um, he's joined by Lena's dragon, which we haven't seen yet, which is a monster. The thing is huge. It looks, looks like a dinosaur or something. I said, are these two a thing? Yes, obviously they are, but we didn't know that. MK knew that. I knew it because I saw it in the preview from last week. Oh, okay. They fly in. Oh, ah. Uh, and the guy, I don't know, the mayor of Pentos, he says, we'll give you this castle and all this land in exchange for some dragons. Uh, the triarchy's getting back together. We got a a treaty with Dorne or Dorne's teaming up and we want, we need those dragons and uh, Damon is considering it. It seems like Damon's uh, out in the suburbs. He's like a family man now. Living his best life. Yeah. Not talking to his daughter who doesn't have a dragon. But Well, he's not perfect. I like saw him with his daughters and I was like, oh, cute. And then it was like, Dad doesn't talk to me because I don't have a dragon. And I was like, God, he's the worst. Uh, we retire to the library where husband and wife mill over the proposal. Damon seems seems like, yeah, sure, why not? Let's do it. He wants to stay out of politics. He just wants to chill, I guess, with his family. And uh, his wife is not having it. And she like goes on this rant about how she wants to die she, as a dragon rider. and she A wants dragon to... rider's death. Yep, there you go. And Damon looks at her like, dude, great speech, but I'm going to decide whatever we do. Literally, he looks at her, wordlessly says, are you done? Yes. Yeah. Because whatever you say makes no difference. <laughs> I'm in charge. And I was like, I fucking hate you. Okay. I'm glad. That, that was hard to watch, but. Like, that's nice, wife. Go to bed. <laughs> yeah. That is exactly in my notes. Are you done? Okay. <laughs> Next scene, we are the Targaryen boys are practicing swords in the courtyard. Uh, the king and <clears throat> Sir Lionel Strong watch from above. And I wonder if Lionel considers them his grandsons too. Is he looking down, going, Oh, there's my bo- there are my boys? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it's like two granddads watching their boys play sports. It's really cute. Brokeback's down there, kind of watching. I mean, sorry, break bones. <laughs> He's just chilling. Cole challenges Aegon. He beats him up. Uh, broke, I mean, <laughs> break bones is that dad who complains to the coach when his kids aren't getting enough playing time. And they, <laughs> my boys aren't getting okay. So <laughs> Cole's like, fine, really, okay. Aegon and and then they, the oldest boy fights with the oldest Tar- Targaryen fights the oldest, strong. <laughs> beats him up. Uh, eventually, uh, Breakbones pulls young Aegon off of him, and he's like, don't touch me, I'm the prince. And I'm like, oh, God. 
And yeah, it's weird. I get very feminine vibes from him. Like he's always fl- like flowing his hair back with his hand, and he's very like just like a little like don't touch me, I'm the prince. Like <laughs> but he's um, also a horn dog. Like, like two chill. women walk yeah, by. Yeah, that's why I'm confused. And he's like, hey, ladies. I mean, it's just it's like bad. I thought maybe he was gonna be gay, but then now I, it's he like flips. Bad. He like flicks his hair back he's, and he's he like, "Hey, it is." Yeah, it's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> he just has. I guess feminine men can be yeah, into women, feminine but men are into women. Some yeah. are. All right, let's move this along. Okay. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. So, uh, Cole. Sir Kristen Cole is a salty bitch now, and I don't. Cole starts talking shit. Oh wow, you seem really interested. Uh, it's almost like he's your brother or your cousin or like your son or something. And then uh, Breakbones just starts beating the crap out of him. And it takes four Kingsguard to hold him back. And he says, say it again. Say it again. It was good. Uh, and Kristen Cole is laying on the ground laughing. Ha ha, I knew it. Hmm. I thought as much. Right. Uh, father and son, we cut to father and son. Harwin and Lionel are talking, uh, almost arguing. Rhaenyra kind of sneaks in and listens. Through her secret passage. Through one of her many secret passageways. Lionel says, dude, you need to be more careful or we're we're in deep shit. Don't do that again. (laughs) So I really hate this next scene. The queen is still recovering. She's still in a lot of pain from the birthing. Uh, You can hear Lenor and this other guy, Cor- Carl. 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 You like geared up to say a complicated name. Coral. No, it's Carl. Like, Carl. Um, <laughs> Carl they're, with a Q. They're singing in the, yeah, it's classic. They're singing in the hallway like a couple drunken idiots and they walk in. Uh, Seems like the middle like of a couple, the day. Like a couple of frat boys or something. They've been out day drinking, tailgating or something. For sure. Rhaenyra. Doing it. They're doing it. They're doing it. Rhaenyra. He's like, what are you doing, bro? Uh, there's one step zones. Track is back. There's a bunch of questions about our son's parentage. Everyone's pissed at me. And all Lenore can talk about is going back to the sea and, be- and being a swashbuckling, whatever, pirate. And <laughs> I just want to read this one quote. Um, Rhaenyra says, I won't have you carousing the narrow sea, waggling, waggling your sword and winking at sailors. that's what he'd be doing i just it's such a strange scene because they've both made sacrifices here and yet he's blaming her for all of this in a way um but also because like it's not her fault that their parents wanted them to get married you know so in a way it seems like he's bitter at her because she's a woman and he didn't want to marry a woman like that's misplaced but then also she's like People are questioning the parentage. This we need you here, blah blah blue. And it's like, well, this is your fault. You didn't ensure that you got pregnant with Lenore's babies. Like, and I'm so curious. Like, have they ever had sex? Like, they could have figured this out. Has she even has she even tried to get pregnant with his babies? Like, it just seems very unwise. This whole situation. Like, couldn't they have figured out how to get her pregnant with his sperm? You know, turkey baster. Maybe th- were those around at the time? Like, like the fact that Some this kind could of totally equivalent, a wooden equivalent. Yeah. Oh, not a wooden. But <laughs> I just think the fact that these kids are not his could literally get her, like, disqualify her from the throne. So this is stupid of her. Like, I thought she was smart, 
And the fact that like not just one, but all three of these kids are obviously his is shocking to me. Like how careless of Rhaenyra to not ensure that the baby she had have Valyrian and Targaryen blood. That seems important. Maybe she's just that conceited. I mean, I was wondering why she didn't use some moon tea more often, personally. Right. To prevent herself from having not her husband's babies. Like, the only thing I could think of that she really is was really in love with with Breakbones. Yeah. And she wanted to have his children. Yeah. And she risked it or whatever. But even then, I don't... Yeah, it's not smart. People do stupid things. Remember when we all wanted Viserys to marry the 12-year-old Lena? I mean... None of us wanted that. All right, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Lionel Strong. Lionel Strong did. Okay. Uh, Lionel Strong. Lionel Strong. Okay. They that they had this little back and forth. Libby pointed out, you do not desert your post when the storm lashes. And uh, Lenore says, well, if the storm's coming, I'm leaving and see you later. Was that Definitely what, it, was that what it was, Lib? No, no, no. Close. Something about fleas. There's sea fleas. The wise (laughs) sailor flees the storm as it gathers. Thank you. Sounded like a good plan. Uh, Back to Damon's house. Uh, Okay, so here we go. Uh, Lena is talking with... Just for a second. Does Lena sound like she's doing a British accent, but she's really American? I think she's French I thought she was Australian trying to do do American. It wasn't working for me. Some of the accents have been wonky. She's talking with her daughter. Her egg never hatched. And she tells us that 50%. She's Swedish. She's Swedish. Trying to do a British accent. Is she trying to do British? Okay. Sometimes she was, I think. Lena tells us that her dragon is Vagar, the largest in the world. Um, Vagar was one of the three dragons that uh, Aegon I used to conquer Westeros with. So that's over 100 years prior to the, the events of this show. She's she the, old. She's the oldest, <laughs> largest, and fiercest dragon currently in existence. So a big deal, actually. And the fact that she got her when she was 15 is quite Pretty impressive. remarkable, yeah. yeah. Lena seems cool. Like a badass bitch. Also, apparently in the books, Lena and Rhaenyra were, like, really good friends. And Rhaenyra comes to, like, when... Um, when Lena's giving birth, Raina comes to like be at her side. And that wasn't in the show, and that was a bummer. Again, shit I would have liked to have seen. I wish I had a bell. I could just ring whenever. It's like, oh, <laughs> shit I would have liked to have seen. <laughs> well, and this comes from episode two when Lena was just 12. She asked King Viserys if he knew where Vagar was. You remember that? And so in the years in between, she found... Vagar and also bonded well, with her somehow. Yeah, and apparently in the book she already was a dragon rider at that point when they were potentially at betrothed. 12. Right. <laughs> okay. His youngest daughter has no dragon. Father ignores or ignores me. Sad. Okay. Damon's just chilling on top of his castle <laughs> reading books up there. And I kind of seem like it seemed like they were in some kind of marital bliss, but Damon kind of snaps at her. Seems like there's a little tension there. Uh, and she keeps telling him, you're more than this, Damon. You're better than this. We need to get back out there. And 
fuck shit up. She's like, I don't, I don't want to die like a fat country lord. I want to die a dragon rider's death. Fat phobic? <laughs> uh, cut to a meeting of the small council, which seems to look like a large council. Uh, seems like a lot of people there. The queen's there. and the Running prince, that shit, actually. The queen sh- is, it's weird that the queen's there. The queen shouldn't really be there. In all the- She's basically leading the meeting. I know. Okay, so the princess has a seat as well. She's had a seat for a while now from when she was announced heir. The, they're talking about some the Blackwoods and the Brackens, which was the young kid who asked for Rhaenyra's hand, who then stabbed that guy, the 14-year-old. Mm-hmm. Those two were both, one was a Bracken, one was a okay. Blackwood. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's so that spurred like a, a fight. Yeah. Rivalry. Uh, which has been going on for generations. They hate each other. Okay, whatever small that might come up, who knows. Um, as the meeting comes to a close, Rhaenyra stands up. She has a grand uh, proposal. Proposal. She suggests that her oldest son, Jaceris, marry Allison's daughter, Hannah, or whatever her name is. And Helena? Is it Helena? It's Helena. Okay. That's right. She also right. throws in a dragon egg. Oh, great. Maybe but I then, should just do this podcast alone. <laughs> but then, you guys, guess what happens? Boob leakage. <laughs> Boobs are leaking. Oh, how embarrassing. Yes. Diffuses the whole proposal. Kind of just makes it look stupid. What? How does it make her look stupid? She's like, oh, seven hells, and she like covers up her boobs. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Wait, like who the fuck cares? Oh yeah, you guys probably want to talk then, about this. Well then, no, but then <laughs> Allison is like, we'll consider it. Yeah. Which is basically no. And Viserys is like, oh, what a wonderful proposal. Yeah, it's Viserys is ready to accept immediately. Yeah. And then Allison and the king are talking in the hallway. Oof. And he's like, it seems like a great deal. <laughs> and she's like, you can do this when I'm dead. Yeah, Just over my dead chill. body is what she's saying. You may do as you wish, husband. When I'm cold in the grave. Oh, you're given Allison. <laughs> uh, they get back to their chamber. She's acting like he's an 80-year-old man. She's fluffing his pillows, putting a blanket over his leg. I don't want a blanket. Sir Lionel comes in. Lionel Strong. That is, gives his resignation. He says, I'm done. I can't be impartial anymore because of this. The king's like, I decline. The king refuses. Uh, Lionel Strong is just the best. I'm just no, reading. The king's, like, why? <laughs> the king's like, why? Um, the king's like, why do you, why can't you work for me anymore? And he's like, um, you know. The thing. <laughs> and I think I can't say. And the king's like, say the thing. Say it, or you, or you won't be fired, or I won't accept your resignation. And and Allison's like, yes, yeah, say it. And I feel like she's like, yes, please say it, because he really needs things spelled out for him. <laughs> Remember back when Otto was like, he was like, what were they doing in the whorehouse when he was reporting on Damon and uh, they were Rhaenyra? Coupling. They were coupling. Like he had to literally spell it out. And then he's like, I can't do that. And he's like, cool. Then you're not fired. Get out. <laughs> No, he's like, um, can I bring my son, yeah, can Harwin? I, can, let me bring Harwin home, back to Hall. He's going to rule there one day. He might as well go back and get ready and get started. Allison stomps out, returns to her chambers where Lord Laris is waiting for her. So weird. These two seem to be fast friends. And also, Allison's eyes and ears around the castle. The Rat Warg. Ink? Yeah, the rat so warg theory. There is a theory 
if anyone doesn't, I, I don't know if it's true because I haven't read the books. But there is a theory. One thing that could potentially happen is that Laris is actually someone who can either like transform into other things or warg into animals. And so the theory is that he's actually warging into these rats that we're seeing around the castle. And that's how he knows all the things that he knows is that is through that. And another fun thing that I saw in an article today is that his name Laris is a combination of Varys and Littlefinger. Mm. And that's kind of like the vibes he's giving. Absolutely. He is the bad guy for the second half of the season. He's mm-hmm. our bad guy. They start kind of talking about Allison tells him what happened. Uh, he kind of talks some shit to his own family a little bit um, and says the truth has many flavors. So he's kind of saying like we can this can go down however we want. And and Allison says oh, no one's on my side. And he, it cuts to him kind of deep in thought, just looking down or something, pensively. And then he's in the dungeons, and he's exchanging mercy for a tongue. Give your tongue, you get mercy, but it's so you can't talk afterwards. He's and got, did you see the little beetle on his yeah, walking stick? I saw it. <laughs> Those guys had little beetle pendants, too, or like beetles? Yeah, later on. That's how you know it's his okay. cronies. His dudes. Okay. Yeah. All right, and we are back to another birth. This is uh, Lena is giving birth. So we got a birth at the beginning, birth at the end. We're full circle, right? Mirroring, uh, mirroring Viserys' decision at the uh, beginning of the show, the maester or the doctor comes over and says, I don't know what to do. The baby won't come out. And, and then all of our hearts sank, and we thought, oh, geez. Not again. It's so funny because I had a friend text me after the first episode and was like, why are you making me watch this? Shout out to Andrea. Why are you making me watch this? Like, seriously, a C-section, like an unmedicated C-section and the woman dies? This is terrible. And I was like, I know, I'm really sorry, but it's not like it's, it's probably not going to happen again. Like, <laughs> and then I was like, what? Episode six and this is our, this is like happening again? Like, what? Yikes. So... I wonder. The guy's like, we could cut her open. We might save the baby, but the wife won't make it. Like, he's like, I don't even. He's it. like, I don't even know if the baby's alive. And he's like, we could save the baby. It's possible, but but your wife will for sure die. And Damon kind of thinks about it, and in my mind, it kind of seems like he was like, okay, like I, he didn't fully say okay yet, but like it, it kind of felt like. In the ringer, they were saying they thought maybe he nodded or something. Like I, I don't know. To me, I was like, I think he's gonna go through with it. But it kind of seems like Lena hears what's going on. Yeah, it does. She's like, fuck this. Or she knows, like, in her heart, like, things have gone wrong. Like, things No, but are... I think she's like, I, Teddy can keep going, but I'll get my thoughts from you. Okay. Lena somehow slips, uh, runs outside. I don't know how no one stopped her or whatever. And she goes up to Vagar. And you really get a close-up of Vagar. And it's just this gnarled, old, Such looking Such a cool granny. shot. Yeah, super cool. And she says, Jakaris. And and Vagar kind of looks at her. Girl, like, I'm not going to do that. She, and she's Jakaris. And she looks at her again. Girl, I love you. And then. <laughs> you my boo. I was like, it was so much more emotional like, for oh. me. It was like, like Vagar was like, no, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really sad. It was really sad. <laughs> and finally, after like 10 Jakaris. 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 
then she finally does it and it's very and then at the same time uh, Damon walks out and he sees it and he seems I thought he was shocked and hurt. I mean he he was yeah. sad he was he, sad I mean he, he wasn't like on sure. the ground weeping but like he definitely For him, he showed emotion. seemed sad yeah and that is a dragon rider's death is being burned alive burned by your dragon apparently. oh really oh, okay so she she got what she, she wanted. Didn't get so what she it's did. almost a suicide by drag or uh, what Kristen Cole almost did last week, where he, Sepulcha, where he yeah an mm-hmm. honorable death by Except suicide or cooler, whatever. but also way like, cooler, way cooler. Like this is how she wanted to go, but probably not right now. Obviously, I mean, she didn't want to yeah. die right now. But I I think in the book she doesn't make it to the dragon. Mm-hmm. She just like dies in the stairway. And trying Damon to get to Vega. Carries her up there. No, no, no. She oh. just doesn't make it. And they were glad that the show let her make it to what she wanted. It was still like I wanted more time with her character, and I was bummed. Well, yeah. I mean, I think the whole th- we've talked so about this before. Just keep doing that. But yeah, with like the reason Game of Thrones was so good is because of the character development, and when the red wedding happens, it's so devastating. Like they're just not doing the work here to have us feel any emotion when these people die. I mean, we had these people for literally one episode. Like, Yep. No, you're right. It's confusing. So the next scene is uh, Breakbones Strong saying goodbye to his family, saying goodbye to his sons, his new baby, and his, basically his baby mama. Partner. <laughs> I don't know. Wife? Okay, whatever. Not his wife, but. His girlfriend. Partner. His partner. Mm-mm. <clears throat> Secret fuck buddy. <laughs> yeah, secret fuck buddy. Cutting that. Kids are so, like, I feel like not, I guess I always think of kids as not being observant. And then, and then Breakbones leaves and he's like, so is that my dad? <laughs> yeah. You think I they think... the first time they talked about it. Yeah. yeah, I think oldest kids are definitely more attuned to what's going on. Says an oldest kid. Speaking from personal experience. <laughs> um... Because they're used to being around adults more because they were the first ones. But whatever, yeah. He's definitely they're an... just, like, smarter and he's more observant. <laughs> definitely. <and> like... <laughs> but he's definitely an intuitive guy. Let's just say that. Jocera says, am I a bastard mom? And she says, no, you're a Targaryen. And I was like, yeah, you True. Are. She didn't answer his question, but true. <laughs> Rhaenyra runs to Lenore and says, we're out of here. The storm's coming. Let's Let's get the fuck out. It's too dangerous. Let's go to Dragonstone. We have dragons. We'll be safe. The Strongs return to Heron Hall, and they're being followed by some mysterious men who we can only assume are the criminals. And in my notes, I have shit, shit, shit. Brokeback's room is on fire. He's trapped. No, he did. So is so Lionel Strong's dead too, right? Yeah, I think they're both dead. Yeah. And tough, kind tough, of tough while this take. is while tough the tough. aftermath of this, Laris starts giving this fucked up speech. It's after he killed his father and brother, essentially. Children and love are nothing. They're a downfall. They're a weakness. No, I'm reading it. Children love. Second okay. act bad guy. What are children but a weakness, a folly, a futility? Through them, you imagine that you cheat the great darkness of its victory. You will persist forever in some form or another, as if they will keep you from the dust. But for them, you surrender what you should not. 
you may know what is the right thing to be done, but love stays the hand. Love is a downfall. Best to make your way through life unencumbered, if you ask me. Cold. And on that note, let's wrap up the podcast. I do want to say one thing. May we please have a moment of silence for my two favorite characters, (laughs) Lionel Strong and Brokeback, I mean Breakbones, Harwin Strong. Mm. Why do I even watch the show now? I don't know. So sad. Rip. R.I.P. Oh, another. Gone th- but not forgotten. One other God thing. Bless. You'll like this, MK. Uh, Millie Alcock. Mm-hmm. Her, whatever, Instagram went from 40,000 followers to a million in five episodes. It's pretty crazy, right? No surprise. Kind of weird that you know that. But... <laughs> Popped up on Reddit. Okay. <laughs> I didn't go looking for it. I do think, in general, people are really mad about the actress change, oh. or the change in actors to the older versions. Oh, okay. MK is. I just read some article titles. <laughs> okay, who did they age up? They people aged, be mad. They aged up Rhaenyra and Alicent, and then all, and then their kids. And Lenore and. Lena. Lenore and did Lena. They? Age of, of course. Okay. Well, and I was wondering. So we got it wrong last time. I was gonna Racist. do a time turner thing, but so the dragons that show up at the wedding are not. So uh, um, at the wedding, Storm it wasn't Vagar. It was right. Rainice's dragon. Rainice's dragon is Malays. Malays. I don't know how to say it. The name of the CGI dragons it doesn't change my experience. Fine. <laughs> But we did get that wrong last time. Just wanted to correct that now. It was Lenore and his mother, Rhaenys, on their dragons. Also, where are they right now? I wondered that, too. Cutting back to the scene with Laris. Laris and Alicent. And basically, after Laris mm. finishes his speech, he's like... Oh, he's got her. Yeah, basically, I killed my dad and my brother. and For she, you, my queen. She's like... I didn't want you to do that. Oh, my God. And she seemed pretty horrified to me, but I don't. She never spelled that out for him. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's possible that she was horrified. All she said was she wished her father was around. Not that she wished her father was the hand again and that he should kill his father. To free up that And position. then he's basically like, oh, I, I did you a favor. I'll be expecting something in return. And she's He's like, also he's now the Lord of Harrenhal. Weirdly, like, that's not bad for him. He's weirdly got blackmail on her and a favor coming his way. <laughs> it seemed like more of a favor to me than blackmail, but. Because it makes like, it. He, she told me. You told me to do it. I don't think he would ever do that. Yeah, I don't know. But I just feel like Allison, like the people she surrounds herself with are like awful. Including her, so. <laughs> <laughs> like, so then, like you thought he was a great guy who like wasn't gonna blackmail you. Like the minute he started talking to me, I would know he was shady, shady business as fuck. So moving on to what has enchanted us this week. Um, Libby, why don't you go first? Jesus I'm. Christ really interested i watched a wonderful show called big dreams small spaces it is it's basically the 
Great British Bake Off, but for landscaping. So it's it's an old, older show, a couple years old, and it features Monty Don, who is a pretty famous celebrity gardener in Britain. He goes to their homes and helps them plan out their landscaping and their backyards. Um, and it's just like a really feel-good show if you're looking for you know, something easy to watch that isn't too intense, but also like you get really, really good ideas for gardening and like landscaping. And I found that it's helped me like feel a little less intimidated by doing work in your yard. Like people just like grab shovels and like dig up their whole yards and add some plants and it looks like a brand new space. I think for me as like a designer, like I can easily do that in inside my house. But for some reason, landscaping is really intimidating. But it's just like such a great show. So good. Okay, Highly recommend. Can, can you wrap that? Can you wrap it up, please? <laughs> Thank you. Um, I just no, love Monty. Actually, I'm like, Monty, please I come love, to Minnesota and help me. I love driving around and seeing people's backyards on all the cool shit that people do. You're just like creeping into people's backyards? Yeah, like, like usually <laughs> I just, I'll pick up a stray dog off the street and pretend like I'm walking a dog, you know, because you, you trust people that are walking... <laughs> So I just, so creepy. So by the time, um, nice yard you got here. I really like what you did with those rocks. <laughs> That's creepy. I no. watched a movie called Prey, which is a prequel for Predator. Mm. Um, I've never seen Predator. I don't even know if I've heard of it. Get to, um, the, get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. <laughs> Now there's an alien out here. <laughs> Get there. <laughs> see, now I don't need to see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so, but I kept hearing good things about the prequel, and I heard that it was actually good representation for Native American huh. people. So I was like, okay, I'll try it. Like, it was, it the, the trailer was kind of exciting, you know, action thriller type of thing. Um, so... I enjoyed it. I didn't think it didn't quite live up to my expectations, but it was definitely worth watching and enjoyable. I, I don't know what it would be like to watch it with the context of the other films, but I would assume you don't really need them. Um, Except maybe Alien versus Predator. You might. Totes. Um, <laughs> you, know, you know Alien. They combine the two? Yeah. They fight each other. Interesting. It's like it's Freddy ancient, versus Jason. It's, it's or around that time, yes. <laughs> Where they just started mash, mashing uh-huh, horror. Uh-huh. It was cool, though. It was like this It was this woman who wanted to be a hunter, but mostly men were hunters in her village. Was she an alien? No. Was she a predator? No. Oh. She was fighting the predator. Oh, okay. Um. And yeah, it was a fun, a fun thriller. I think I would I would recommend it if you like that genre, like sci-fi thriller action type of stuff. Okay, so do you guys? Teddy doesn't have anything. Well, do you guys? Hold on, hold on. Do you guys remember the movie The Last Duel? Matt Damon, that other yeah, guy. Yeah, I do. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I never will. So I watched half of it. Mm. Pretty good. <laughs> They give only you only watching half doesn't really sell it. Ben Affleck with Matt blonde Damon. hair and a blonde goatee, it just didn't work. But 
I was really confused because halfway through, so it gives you two perspectives. Like first, it gives you Matt Damon's characters. And, so you're just not going to explain why you only watched half. And then the, I got to the other perspective of what's it, tall Adam Driver. Adam Driver guy, his perspective of what happened because they're the ones that duel. And Matt Damon's character says like this, this, and this, and then you see what actually happened. And Adam Driver's character is actually the good guy. Matt Damon's wife claims that she was raped by Adam Driver's character. But then from Adam Driver's perspective, he seduced her because she was like really intelligent and like well-read. And so was Adam Driver. Whereas Matt Damon's character, her husband was like an idiot soldier who couldn't even read. A jock. Yeah, who's just good on the battlefield, but... So why did she say that it wasn't I have no idea, because I stopped watching <laughs> the movie. So the movies, like, don't believe women is kind of what the... Is that kind of the... Why did no. you stop... Why did you stop watching it? It was really long. <laughs> movies have... Can't keep my attention anymore. Wow. I must have ADHD like Libby. Like, um, my... What if some Chad movie this week is a movie that I didn't like enough to finish? <laughs> Yet. Yes, I'll finish it. <laughs> and that's it for this episode of Sister Suzaga. And remember, the wise sailor flees the storm as it gathers. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. I'll just do an Irish goodbye. Okay. <laughs> His preferred method of goodbye. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Sister Suzaga wherever you listen to podcasts. She can be like, still married, still in an open marriage. Still in an open marriage. <laughs> <laughs>